0: Hello, my name is Ira, and welcome to the Mithil Institute podcast. We're joined today by Alex Baudet, Sapna Shah, and Ankur Goyal, members of Connor Walsh's research team that is working on the Soft Robotics Toolkit project. Alex, Sapna, and Ankur, thank you so much for being here.
1: It's great to be here.
0: How about you begin by introducing yourselves and telling us a bit about your role in the team?
1: Sure. So my name is Alex. Um, My background is in industrial design and my role in this project, the Soft Robotics Toolkit, is basically everything design related, uh, user experience, and uh, overall product strategy.
2: My name is Sapna, and uh, my background is in education, in K-12 education, so my role in this project is focused on the learning aspect of our kit and the learning outcomes of our kit.
3: My name is Ankur. My background is mechanical engineering, and my role on the soft robotics toolkit project is to develop the soft robotics toolkit that we are trying to take to schools.
0: So, tell us a bit about the origins of the toolkit and what its purpose is.
1: The toolkit's uh, origin came out of a website that was started at Harvard University by Connor Walsh and uh, Donald Holland, who kind of motivate and inspire students to um, just get involved in soft robotics and kind of discover what it is. Then they started running workshops, I believe and that's when it it evolved now into what we're working on as a a physical product to hopefully distribute amongst students and schools and hopefully sell to consumers as well.
0: So why uh, the focus on soft robotics?
1: The focus on soft robotics is because it's not known as well Um, amongst other robotic categories it's still very much a research project within labs Um, uh, at universities, and so the idea is to bring this research out of the lab and show it to students at an early age, and they so they can get ideas um, and hopefully come up with some future soft robotic technologies um, once they get into the position of you know, applying for university.
0: Just tell us a bit about the various components of the toolkit and how they come together as a unit.
1: Sure. The, uh, the toolkit comes in three parts and we look at it as kind of like a journey from starting with raw materials all the way up to a programmable robot. Um, so the first part is the manual kit where students will build a mold, uh, mix silicone and cast the, uh, the actual fingers of the gripper. They then assemble um, the rest of the, uh, the components and it's operated using just your hand, that's why we call it the manual gripper. And then the second part is attaching the manual gripper to a handle that then has electronic components added to it, a motor, a PCB, and um, a pulley that's added to the motor to actuate the, um, the gripper. And yeah, that, that section teaches um, students about circuitry, basics of circuitry. and um, The last part Programming is adding an Arduino and a shield and a sensor, proximity sensor, to make the uh, robotic gripper autonomously operated. And um, you can program it using the Arduino.
3: So, initially, we started with focusing on just the soft robotic ideas. So, we started with developing just manual kits, like different types of them. First of that was the manually operated cable driven gripper and the second was uh, McKibben's uh, pneumatically artificial muscles. When we reached out to students and educators we found out that when you talk about robotics the the understanding and the requirement is that they also want to learn electronics and programming of it. So we sort of pivoted after getting more feedback and then we focused on providing a complete robotics experience and that's why we developed the three stages that is first you develop the manual which, is, which just gives you the concept of soft robotics then second you they learn through very simple PCB about the basics of electronics and then the third step they learn about programming and sensors and how control happens. The
0: project is currently in the research and development phase, and uh, I understand that the team is on a visit in Delhi uh, to host some workshops. And uh, you hosted a workshop in uh, a private school in Noida and a government school in New Delhi. So, uh, regarding your experience of uh, hosting those workshops. Uh, What was the reaction uh, from the educators and students in India?
2: I think the uh, experience of the workshops and the students as well as educators in both demographics was extremely enthusiastic. The students were engaged the entire time of the workshop. In the private school it was a two day boot camp almost, so two full days of just robotics and the kids were engaged um, throughout the two days. In the government school, we just had a day, so we did sort of a mini version of the workshop. And again, it was one of their first experiences making, and we noticed how kids were, um, they, were they were fumbling, or they were thinking about, like, how do I go about doing this? But they were absolutely engaged. In terms of educators, in both cases, they were um, extremely surprised by a lot of the student reactions uh very pleasantly surprised in one of the schools the conversation went on into a deep discussion around joints and points of movements and degrees of freedom uh they and the educators were very pleasantly surprised at the depth that the students could go to in terms of their thinking as they were trying to engage with the product um similarly when we were doing programming and we uh we asked the kids to abstract from like you know, specific situations and now how can we abstract from this to write a program that works in all situations. Um, I think I was pleasantly surprised too to just see that the students were able to think that much. I think we underestimate our students' abilities and what they can and what they're capable of doing and thinking given the right environment and the opportunity to just express their thoughts, to um, bounce off ideas from each other.
0: That's great. Uh, So, uh, given the feedback that you've received from the students and educators here, uh, are there any plans to distribute these toolkits to schools in India? Uh,
1: Yes, that is our plan, is to uh, work with um, partners that have scalable access to the schools. So, one being the possibility of working with um, the Atal Tinker Labs and... um, they have quite a wide um, range of access to the schools in the area. And our hope is to find other partners as well and um, yeah, distribute the kits to the schools and get feedback and continue to improve and expand the portfolio of kits that we have and offer a really uh, valuable experience and uh, hopefully inspire and motivate kids to pursue some some of these cutting-edge technologies that aren't very well known.
0: Uh, What do you think is the potential uh, impact of the toolkit in
2: Indian classrooms? I think more often than not, given the extent of learning that we want students to cover within a short time period, we often sort of let go of the active elements of learning and we often underestimate how important it is to allow students to engage and go to depths uh, while trying to cover the breadth. And so we're really hoping that this kind of brings a uh, It sort of brings to the forefront this question of depth versus breadth in curriculums where we may not be covering all sorts of robotics and and like, you know, huge variety, but we're trying to go into the depth and through that how students can apply the principles that they learn within this in other situations as well. Um, And so our hope is really to bring that to the forefront of education conversations about breadth versus depth, about active engagement as opposed to passive um, knowledge sharing, where it's often, you know, a sage on the stage telling the students what they need to know, and that may lead to a very superficial level of understanding. But when you use your hands as well as your head, It leads to a deeper understanding and a deeper construction of meaning uh, for students that, in my opinion, or or even just through research, we know that lasts longer uh, or is enduring learning. So we really want to bring that to the forefront of the conversations.
0: Uh, You've been to two schools, one was a government school and the other was a private school. So how different was the reaction and uh, what were the challenges
2: that you faced? Um, uh, both schools were very enthusiastic to, to obtain this, to make this a part of the experience that their students have in learning. Uh, that was absolutely the same. I think one of the differences that I noticed was teachers, uh, some teachers were more equipped in terms of just knowledge to be able to teach this content as opposed to others. And I think that's a big question we're grappling with, that we understand that not every teacher is, um you know, has a degree in robotics and it's it's not quite possible to have someone with that level of expertise present in every school. Uh, our teachers are experts in teaching and learning, not necessarily the discipline always. And so how do we design a product that supports and empowers every teacher that, you know, is an expert in teaching and learning but may not necessarily be an expert in robotics? Um, How do we empower them to be able to take this ahead into their classrooms with their students? Um, And that's a big question we're taking away from here. One of the elements of our kit that really worked well in both schools was the presence of an instruction manual that allowed the students to independently work Uh, with the kit as opposed to uh, being teacher driven and the teachers could really focus on like you know listening to students and how they were building their understanding. Uh, It also came with a few challenge activities at the end which allowed the students to really demonstrate their understanding of what they had uh, learned through the making activity, and that again gives the teachers an opportunity to really be able to understand how much the students have learned through this and what are the gaps in their understanding. So we're trying to really figure out how to uh, empower every teacher regardless of their uh, knowledge of robotics to be able to bring this to schools. And, And similarly, as we go ahead and diversify our portfolio, How do we empower them to be able to bring all of those uh, cutting-edge research topics into their classroom? So what are your plans for the future of this project?
1: Uh, The future the project, or the near future at least, the next few years, is to just get our current kit um, into the hands of students and teachers and to see the reaction and feedback and... um, Hopefully we have positive feedback and we can then continue to create more kits around what we hope to be the success of this kit and the model that we have created here and um, just keep growing and um, expanding, hopefully, into other countries as well.
0: Alex, Sapna, and Ankur, it was great chatting with you and thank you so much for being here. Thank you.
3: Thank you.